Vessel calling Mayday, vessel in distress. This is United States Coast Guard, St. Petersburg, Florida. Request your position, nature of distress, and number of persons on board. Over. Hello, this is Pastor Walt from Impact Church. And um, that recording you just heard is a reminder. We I played that uh, recording for you for the very first podcast in this series to be concluded. Uh, it is a reminder that the, the ship, some adventure, was caught in a storm and blown off course and struck the main support of the Sunshine Skyway Bridge and uh, several vehicles, a, a bus, People lost their lives that day as they went off the edge of the bridge. And I use that today as a reminder because the last two podcasts that we're going to go through, especially the one today, is is one of great sobriety. Please understand as you listen through this series of messages uh, that this is a very real situation with, with eternal implications people's lives are at stake, but more than their lives being at stake, their eternal condition is at stake. So I do pray that as as you listen through this podcast, that you give room for deep introspection and prayer. As we get started with this ninth podcast, uh, we will have one more following this in the series to be concluded. Um, at the very beginning, I had mentioned to you that there were eight items that we were going to uh, go through, and we have gone through five of them. The rapture of the church, the judgment seat of Christ, the marriage supper of the Lamb. We've talked about the tribulation. We've talked about the second coming of Christ and Armageddon, and uh, we talked briefly about Satan being bound for a thousand years and cast into the bottomless pit. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the millennium. And during the millennium, Jesus is going to reign uh, from Jerusalem for 1,000 years. The devil, during that 1,000 years, as we mentioned, is bound up. He is, he is chained up, literally, in a bottomless pit. Uh, Isaiah uh, prophesied it this way in chapter 2. The New Living Translation says, in the last days, the mountain of the Lord's house will be the highest of all, the most important place on earth. It will be raised above the other hills, and people from all over the world will stream there to worship. People from many nations will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of Jacob's God. There he will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For the Lord's teaching will go out from Zion. His word will go out from Jerusalem. The Lord will mediate between nations and will settle international disputes. They will hammer their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will no longer fight against nation nor train for war anymore. So can you imagine uh, true peace on earth? Could you imagine truly goodwill towards men? Uh, it, it actually is going to happen, but it can only happen uh, as Jesus reigns as king. That kind of 
leads us to the question, however, what about us? What about those of us who are followers of Jesus during this time? Uh, what about those of us who have been changed into their new glorified forever selves? Um, according to the Bible, we're going to have uh, quite an incredible responsibility. The Bible says that in, in Revelation, uh, and he made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Uh, that's in Revelation chapter 5. What, what does that mean? It means that it's going to be amazing that that you and I, if we are followers of Jesus now, uh, during his reign as king, that you and I are going to be given uh, leadership responsibilities across this planet. Uh, we will serve under Jesus as kings and priests. Um, it's going to be an amazing time. I, you truly want to be a follower of Christ. So here is where things start getting uh, quite sober. I want to talk about numbers, uh, specific numbers that are, that are mentioned in the Bible. Uh, we can look at prophetically uh, how many people will enter into the millennium who have survived the tribulation. Uh, in the midst of anticipation of the great news of the millennium, I'm, I'm slow to lead us in this part of the study, but it's very important. So uh, please don't forget here that I'm, I'm the guy who's trying to get everybody's attention. And as I proceed here, I, I don't want you to shut me down because this is, is very sobering. But I want you to be in God's presence. The reality of heaven is amazing and the reality of hell is terrible. I do not want you in the lake of fire suffering for the rest of eternity. So let's look with sobriety at some statistics. Uh, right now, um, there are approximately 7.6 billion people on the earth. And um, considering the number of births, the number of deaths, the total number of the population is going to climb every day uh, by about 150,000 people. At the time of the rapture, only followers of Jesus, true Christians, will be raptured. Now, according to statistics, about 2.2 billion people on earth claim to be Christians. Uh, that could sound pretty amazing, right? Uh, so does that mean that 2.2 billion people will be raptured? Well, unfortunately, I, I do not believe so. Um, why, why would I not believe that? When Jesus tells us of things yet to come, there's a, there's a recurring theme. And we see in Matthew chapter 24, uh, where Jesus said that when the when the Son of Man comes, or when the rapture happens, he said two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. He says that there were two women will be grinding in the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Jesus says, watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. Uh, later on, he gives the parable of the ten virgins 
And in this parable, he, he talks about five wise virgins who had oil for the lamps and five foolish virgins who did not have oil in their lamps. They were not ready when the bridegroom came. So then starting in, in verse 10 of Matthew chapter 25, uh, it talks about the, the foolish virgins who went to go buy oil. It says that the bridegroom came and those who were ready went in with him and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Jesus again said, Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Again, I know this is a sobering thought. We would like to think that everybody's going to go to heaven and everybody's going to be ready for the rapture. But the truth is, there, there are people who, who think that they're ready, but they're simply not. And so I encourage you, if, if you are listening to this and you're just not sure, uh, you, can, you can know. You can, if you turn your life and give it over to the Lord, uh, you can know for sure that, that when he comes for his people, you'll be going with him. Attending church does not gain anyone entrance into heaven. Um, if your parents go to church, it does not gain you entrance into heaven. So if we apply this scripture to the estimate that 2.2 billion people on earth uh, call themselves Christians, that, that means quite sadly that likely more like 1.1 billion people on earth are going to be ready when the rapture occurs. So if 1.1 billion people instantly disappear from the planet, that means that about 6.5 billion people will enter into the tribulation. We find that one quarter of the population will die during the tribulation because of the first four seal judgments. Uh, that means that about 1.6 billion people are going to die because of them. Uh, later, during the tribulation, we find that another one-third of the population are going to die. Of the remaining 4.9 billion people, another 1.6 billion people will die. Earth's population, should Jesus come in the near future, will be estimated to drop to a little over three billion people. So again, I know this is sobering, but we need to look at these numbers. We need to look at what the Bible says. So how many of these uh, three billion people are righteous? How many are unrighteous? Well, if we look at Zechariah chapter 13, verses eight and nine read, and it shall come to pass in all the land, says the Lord, that two-thirds in it shall be cut off and die, but one-third shall be left in it. I will bring the one-third through the fire, will refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested. They will call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say, this is my people, and each one will say, the Lord is my God. 
So if we apply this prophecy to our estimate, we find that about 2 billion of the survivors of the tribulation will be judged as unrighteous and their, their destination is eternity without God in hell. We also find that about 1 billion will be considered righteous and will enter into the millennium and continue to live out normal life cycles. So I know, I know, I get it. Um, many of you are saying right now, this guy has lost it. <laughs> this guy is nuts. I'm just hoping that some of you are hearing me right now and you're choosing to surrender your life to the Lord. He loves you. For many of us, what is coming is torment and damnation and hellfire for all eternity, forever. I am appealing to you, please give your life to Jesus. If, if you have not done so already, please make sure you're not one of the foolish virgins who, who, who are not ready. They thought they were okay, but, but they weren't. It was too late. Let's look at what Jesus said in, in Matthew chapter 7. Jesus himself said, Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. What does that mean? People who think they're a good person, they think they can be good enough. Uh, maybe they go to church. Maybe they think they're a Christian, but they're truly not. Jesus says, Not everyone who calls to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Jesus says, only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. And then that will be the end of all hope. During the millennium of those of us who are followers of Christ, life is going to be amazing. We're going to live as our, our glorified forever self under the rule of the one who loves us. Don't risk missing this. The stakes are simply too high.